Hey everybody, thank you for choosing the Richlands Tabernacle Podcast. Right here every Thursday you will hear two new sermons from the church that were delivered either by Pastor Horton or one of the other ministers from the church. We hope you enjoy. God bless. Peace the Lord. It's good to be in the house of God. Just glad to be at Richlands, Virginia. I was here last year and enjoyed it so much. I wanted to come back this year. Just appreciate the church here. Appreciate Brother Philip. Horton been knowing him several years. Just a great man. The Hortons are just good people, aren't they? Amen. They just always been nice to me, treated me good, and I just counted a privilege to uh, be able to know them. Amen. It's so good to be here, and I don't know. Sometimes I get nervous, and sometimes I don't. And this is one of the times I'm kind of nervous. I don't know why. Amen. But uh, I, I want to read in Luke, the 19th chapter, and I'm going to try to preach just a few minutes to you, if the Lord will help me. In uh, Luke 19, it's a very familiar scripture. And Jesus entered and passed through Jericho, and behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was a, the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press, because he was little of statue. And he ran before, the, uh, before and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down. For today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was gone to be a guest with a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation came to this house, for as much as he is also a son of Abraham, for the Son of Man is come to seek and to seek and to save that which was lost. Amen. I got a small print Bible. Amen. You may be seated. I'd like to try to preach to you today. I was trying to think what I was going to title this, and I preached on this line before, but I want to preach on the results of salvation. Amen. Zacchaeus was a, he was a, not only was he a publican, not only was he a tax collector, but he was the chief of the tax collectors. And, you know, tax collectors don't have very good names. Amen. I'm not too high on them myself. And especially when it comes to the end of the year paying taxes, I kind of get angry at them. And, you know, he didn't have a good name. And he wasn't well thought of. And uh, people hated to see him coming. And, uh, but he, uh, he wanted to see Jesus. And he had heard about Jesus, so he the crowd was there, and he was small, so he went and climbed up in that tree to see Jesus, and Jesus come by and, and told him to come down, I'm going to your house, and he went home, and something took place, 
Amen. And he got to telling the Lord, I'm going to give if I've taken anything by false accusation or if I took anything, uh, I'm going to restore that fourfolds. I'm going to give half of my goods to the poor. And uh, Jesus said something. He said, today is salvation come to this house. That's the greatest thing anybody could ever have to happen to them is salvation come to their house. Amen. That's the greatest thing ever happened to me is the day I got saved. Amen. I thought Brother L.D. Moore said he preached some things that ain't in the Bible. I do too. And I, I thought, I, I don't know what happened, but he said, I want to give, uh, if I've taken anything but false accusation, just think about the man that he crooked, he come, and uh, that man was probably saying, oh no, here comes that Zacchaeus. I hate to see him. Amen. But he come and said, I want to make it right with you. Amen. And he probably said, well, what in the world happened to you? Amen. He said, well, let me tell you, I got saved. Amen. Salvation came to my house. Amen. And maybe he went down to the widow's house and she saw him coming. And she said, oh, no, here comes that Zacchaeus. I just paid taxes the other day. And he come in and she said, I ain't got no more money. And he said, that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to give you some money. And she's shocked. What has happened to Zacchaeus? Amen. And he said, salvation came to my house. Amen. And you know, after a while, the story got to going around. And I could just hear him talking and somebody talking about Zacchaeus and uh, some woman that he came and helped. They, and she says, are you talking about that good man, Zacchaeus? Hey, man, I tell you, salvation will change you. It'll make your life different. It's the best thing that could happen to anybody is salvation. Hey, Amen. You know, probably that, that tree, that sycamore tree, a man became a monument to Zacchaeus. A man, he always, I'm sure he went back by that tree and it always got his attention and he realized, you know, that's where I got saved. That's where the Lord changed my life. A man, I was listening to a song the other day and it's called The Building. I'm sure you heard it. Amen. And it says in there, it said, I know. Amen. It's just a white, plain, simple building. But that's the building where God changed my life. Amen. Where the Lord Jesus changed my life. You know, I go by the church where I got saved. Amen. It means a lot more to the most of the people that go by that gets the, the, than me. And I been to services there since I don't go to that church now but I've been to service there and I'll stand there and I'll look at that place right there at that altar amen and I think you know that's a special place because that's where Jesus changed my life amen he changed me from a rotten sinner to a saint I went to the house of God that day I was loaded down with sin sin had a hold to me I tried to quit sinning 
morning I was doing things I know I shouldn't do. I was doing things that I wasn't raised to do and I knew it wasn't right. And I even tried to quit them, but I couldn't quit them. But you know that night in that old-fashioned altar, amen, Jesus changed my life. I became a new creature, amen. And that spot has became a monument to me, amen. Praise God, I'm glad for salvation, ain't you? I uh, preach at a, a meeting at a church sometime, revival in Kentucky, Cunningham, Kentucky. It's out in the country from Cunningham. And, and this church uh, used to be a, a Baptist church, uh, but they built another church and they sold it to a man. And then a group of people bought it from them and, and they bought the church and they have church there's holiness church Emmanuel holiness now and uh but this uh they were re re uh, remodeling it taking the carpet out amen and everything and uh, a woman came in while they were doing that and she came up to him and she said uh y'all gonna take this carpet change this carpet and said yeah she said if you will will you cut that Right there, that piece of carpet. Would you cut it out and give it to me? Because that's where I got saved. That carpet might not mean nothing to nobody else. Amen. Might not be important to nobody else. Because it didn't happen to them there. But her life changed right there. Jesus Christ changed their life. Amen. You know, this building, it may be just a building. Amen. But I tell you what, there's a lot of people. This here building means a lot more to than just the regular regular citizens in this area. Amen. May not think about it, but a lot of people has came down to these altars and prayed through and God changed their life. Amen. I'm glad for salvation, aren't you? Amen. I thought about a man, uh, Naaman. You know, you know the story about Naaman. He had leprosy, and uh, he went down to uh, the little girl, said, I wish he was over in Israel, and, they'd, you know, he could get his healing. And so he goes over to the king. You know, you, you know the story. Most of you do. And uh, Elisha tell him to go down to the Jordan and dip seven times. He got mad. Went away, and the servant told him, said, if he'd asked you to do something great, wouldn't you do it? So he decided to go down to the Jordan River, and he goes down, and he dips seven times, and God heals him of his leprosy. But you know what? He comes up. He said, Elijah, would you give me two mule loads of dirt? Amen. And he took that dirt, and he went back to his land. And he told him, said, well, I worship, you know, and he, you know the story. He said, if I go in with my master, uh, let, it, let it be forgiven me. But he had that little pile of dirt there. And people would see that pile of dirt, and they say, what is, what's, what's that pile of dirt? He said, well, let me tell you. Then they said, oh, yeah, that's where you got healed. You got changed. You don't got healed of leprosy. And he said, yeah, that's true. But if something else took place, it was more than just cleanse of leprosy. 
God changed my life there. Amen. And that's a monument to me to remind me of God changing my life. Amen. I never want to forget. Amen. The day God changed my life. I never want to go to that church where I got saved and look at that altar and forget that day when Jesus washed my sins away and made me a new creature. Amen. And changed me. I made a 180 degrees turn that night. Amen. I got old time salvation. Amen. I'm telling you it's nothing like old time salvation. Amen. If you're lost here today. Amen. And this is this meeting last night, this day in the morning service. You could have got changed. You could have came to this altar and this altar become a monument to you. And you could say that's where God changed my life. Amen. I'm glad for that old time salvation that changes us, makes us a new creature. Amen. Praise God. You know, I was testifying one time, and I, uh, I was at Liberty Holiness Church in, in Alabama at uh, Play, 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 what's the name of that town where the Liberty is, where the Mayo's was? I forget the name of the town. It's near Gaston, Alabama. Glencoe. Glencoe in Liberty Holiness Church there. And I got to testifying one time. They asked me to testify. And I got to testifying about one time when I was under the influence of alcohol. And I was going down the road. I was testifying about the mercies of God. And I was going down the road. I was running about 90 miles an hour. And I went across a bridge and it had ice. And next thing I know, I'm going down the road backwards, 90 miles an hour. And I'm lost, as lost could be. And I just tapped the brakes, and somehow that car just turned and straightened up. Brought some fear to me. I slowed down. Amen. And I was testifying about that, about the mercies of God, God having mercy. Brother David Sims got up and to preach after I was testifying. And he said, I never would have dreamed Brother Eugene Walls would have ever been under the influence of alcohol. I thought he was always saved. I thought, my, what a job God done. That night at that old-fashioned altar, he cleansed me up, and it made it look like all them sins just never been. Amen. I tell you, we got a great Savior. Amen. I'm glad for that salvation. Aren't you? That wonderful salvation. Have you got a monument in your life? Can you go back and point to the place? That's where Jesus changed my life. Amen. I was a rotten sinner. Amen. But the one man said, but I met a great Savior. Amen. He washed my sins away. He changed my life. Amen. I didn't have to go around telling people I got saved. They knew I got saved saved. They could see it on me. Amen. He changed my life. I'm glad for salvation. I'm glad I got a monument where God changed me. Amen. I'm glad for salvation, aren't you? I got a friend. He was in the army. And he came home for the weekend. I wish y'all would help me a little bit. I'm I'm fixing to be done here just a little bit. And he uh, came home on the weekend. And he went to church and got saved. And he was on the way back to the base. And he's wondering. Now, he said, now, 
I know all them boys are going to be in the bed when I get there. Won't nobody be up. But tomorrow I'm going to have to tell them I got saved. And he's trying to figure out how I'm going to tell them I got saved. And he said to his surprise, he walked in. And all them boys were sitting up a talking. And one of them looked at him and said, Moore, what in the world happened to you? And another one said, I know what happened to him. He's got saved. I tell you, it's nothing like salvation. It's the greatest thing that could happen to anybody. Amen. Praise God. If you don't have a monument in your life, you need to get that monument. You need to get that place where you kneel down and repent of your sins and let Jesus Christ change your life. Amen. That's exactly what he's wanting to do. Amen. He's wanting to save the day. That's what he's been wanting to do in these services. Amen. He's wanting to change life. He'll change you. Amen. I'm glad for the change he made. Amen. Praise God. I got a, had a friend. He's dead now. He used to ride with the outlaws and the motorcycle. He was their cook. He cooked meth for them. They sent him to Mexico and learned him how to cook meth. For years, he rode the motorcycle, cooked meth, his own meth. Amen. But he got uh, lungs all burnt up. And he moved away. He had to get away. His sister moved him to another place. And uh, he, uh, God got to dealing with him. And he would go to other churches. And he just didn't feel anything at them. But he rode by this friend of mine's church, Brother Marty Smith at Nicholson, Georgia. And he's riding by. And the Lord said, Willie, you can't get saved riding by. You got to go in. Oh, Brother Willie walked in. Had a beard wrapped up with rubber bands hanging down to here, hair down to here, leather on. He come walking in. He sat down right on the front bench. There's a brother sat on that end for years, and he testified, and he said, I prayed for years. God sent somebody to come and sit on this bench with me. And Willie come in and sat down, and Brother Cotton looked over and said, God, are you sure? Brother Willie got saved. Amen. He made a monument at that altar and prayed through and got saved. Amen. His life changed. That's what salvation will do to you. It'll change your life. I wish I could preach. I ain't got just a few more minutes. I'm fixing to quit. Amen. But I'm glad for salvation. Brother Willie had COP. You know what? He shaved that. Beard off, he got a haircut. He'd come to church. Brother Marty one night asked some people to sing. They didn't feel like it. Brother Willis said, Brother Marty, I'll sing. And he got up and got to singing. And he became a special singer. He'd come to my church and I'd sing him. Amen. But he had hard problem breathing. He'd get to coughing. Had that COPD, is that what you call it? Amen. Lungs, lungs burned up. And he was, uh, the doctors told him, said, probably the way you'll die, you'll get the coughing and you'll strangle to death. Amen. And that worried him. That worried him. He didn't want to die like that. But Brother Roger, I remember being at the, we, at the, he went to a nursing home there at last. And I was visiting him one day, some of us. And he would, wasn't doing too good. 
And he's laying over there after a while. Brother Willie just took his last breath, slipped out into eternity in a heavenly place. Amen. God changed his life. Amen. He had a monument at altar there at Nicholson Holiness Church. Amen. Praise God. You need a monument? You lost here today? You can make this altar your monument today. Amen. Praise God. Brother Willie really got saved. He had $50,000. I'm going to tell this. I'm going to quit. He had $50,000. And his testimony was, God said, you can't have it. It's dirty money. He made it off of dope. And he said, uh, Lord, I, I could use it. The Lord said, no, you got to get rid of it. He said, well, I, I can give it to somebody. He said, nope, can't give it to nobody. You got to burn it up. Amen. And Brother Willie went out one day, said he got a hope to God, was wanting to go to heaven. He built him a bonfire and burnt $50,000 because God dealt with him to do it. Amen. I can just see him over there in that glory land today. Would you talk about that place last night, Brother Lord? That place that Jesus has gone to prepare. Amen. I believe Brother Willie's there because one day he made a monument. He come to Jesus Christ and Jesus changed his life. He'll change your life today. He'll change your life. Amen. Can I tell one more? And I'm fixing to quit. Amen. I was in a revival for Brother Terry Guthrie years ago at Watts Holiness Church in Oklahoma near Salisaw. And that night, some people come in and got his attention. And uh, they told him that his uh, niece uh, had died. She was wanting about 9 or 11. I can't remember. She was one of them, 9 or 11. And she just, she died. And they couldn't figure out why she died. Amen. And the, uh, they asked her, the examiners asked her, parents, did she have a disease? You don't, that... Y'all ain't telling us about was something kind of saying. They couldn't figure out why she died. Amen. And what happened, she just got up and told her sisters, watch this, and took a skip and fell over dead. And I went to the funeral. And, I, and people couldn't wonder. They couldn't figure out why she died. And at the funeral, I figured it out. She, all she wanted to do was play church. She didn't want to play nothing else, just play church. And she'd write little songs about God. And she was always reading the Bible to her, her grandmother. And that's all she wanted to do, just about God. Everything is about God. And she wrote a little letter. And I don't remember what all was in that letter. But she said in that letter, he's my very best friend. And he will be your very best friend if you will let him. Amen. I saw right there. God was wanting her to skip around in heaven. That's why she died. I tell you what, I got a monument. I can take you to the place. Galilee Holiness Church. Amen. I can take you right to the spot. I can tell you the date. 1974, June the 3rd. Probably about 9 or 10 o'clock. I don't know exactly the time. But I can take you right to the spot where I got a monument where Jesus change my life. The best thing ever happened to me. Jesus changed my life. Amen. He'll change your life.
If you're lost here today, I'm fixing to get out of the way. These other brothers coming. But I tell you what, if you're lost here today, you got an altar here. You can make a monument. You can come to this altar, and Jesus will change your life. Amen. I hadn't been 20, little, little, about 21 minutes so far. Brother David Miller told me about a man. I'm fixing to quit. I promise you. This is the last one I'm telling you. Brother David Miller said he, would, he preached in Michigan. And a man would come to church and he would sing that song, I'm not the man I used to be. And he said he couldn't sing. He was a terrible singer. He said, but every time he sung it, the Spirit of God would move. And Brother David asked him, said, after one day he asked him, said, look, you, you're not a good singer. You can't sing. You know you can't sing. And, and, but how come it's every time you sing that song, the Spirit of God moves? He said, well, let me tell you. I went to a little church, and I walked in, and they were singing that song, and I got saved. And I asked them to write that song down for me. And he took that song and went back to his house, and he walked in, and his wife said, You're not going to beat me no more. I'm done with you. You ain't going to beat me no more. And he said, I pulled out that song, and I sung that song to her. I'm not the man I used to be. I tell you what, I'm glad for a God that can change lives, make us new creatures. Old things passed away. Behold, all things come new. Amen. I'm telling you, I'm glad for salvation. I'm glad I got a monument somewhere where I can point to and say, God, save me, change my life right there.